with Brian Atoll, show number two, and joining me today is Chester Sapula, Senior Vice President and Licensed Insolvency Trustee with BDO First Call Debt Solutions, based in London. Today's discussion, an exciting time for hundreds of thousands of post-secondary students at Fanshawe College, Westervelt. Western University. Over the coming weeks, they're going to be receiving their diploma or their degree, and many of them will also be graduating with record levels of student debt. Chester will have advice on managing that debt. But before we get into that discussion, Chester, tell us a little bit more about BDO First Call Debt Solutions. Well, BDO, we are a uh, licensed insolvency trustee and uh, actually part of a national accounting firm. And basically, we have offices uh, locally. you know, uh, nationally, and, and BDO is an international firm as well. Um, what I deal with is the financial restructuring side, Brian, and, um, we, you know, we're out there helping individuals, uh, teaching financial literacy, giving people alternatives and options in dealing with their debt. You know, and, and, and locally, we um, we deal with the London office. Uh, I'm up in uh, St. Thomas or down in St. Thomas, I guess. Uh, we do Strathroy. And I'm up in Exeter and Clinton as well. And you're a London phone call away. That's correct. And that's important to know, even though you're a national company, very regional and very local in terms of your service. Yep, that's right. We're, we're local and we're, we're in the community and we get to know the people in the community. We know the community, so we know what's going on. And part of, if not the most significant part of what you do is building those relationships. Well, that's right. Uh, with respect to uh, meeting with people, a big part of it and what we do is quite often people find it difficult to make a first call to us. And when they do, we want to make sure that we're there listening to them so that we put them at ease. Because dealing with debt is not an easy thing to deal with, as you know. And uh, we want to make sure that they're at ease, they're comfortable, and and they recognize we're we're there to help. So from a branding standpoint, then, it's no accident that you have first call in your name. That's that's right. Uh, We want people to know that, uh, you know, if they make their first call to BDO, that we're able to assist them and really explain to them everything that's out there, the options that are available to them so that they can make an informed decision. Because as I always say, Brian, is if you have information, information is knowledge. And and because we're talking uh, student loans today, we're talking, you know, maybe focusing on individuals that have just graduated or going through school and struggling, um, you know, trying to pay for their uh, education and then the debt they come out. That's what we're talking about today. Um, It's important. One more item on making that first call is the fact that you offer no obligation consultation. That That's correct. Um, when someone calls our office, we basically would, you know, speak with them, answer any questions they might have, try to put their mind at ease, ask them to put a few things together for us, and, and really have them come in to talk to us. And that initial consultation, there is no cost. There's no charge. We're there, just there to, again, like I said, financial literacy, provide them with some information. And then if they wish to proceed with a process after that, then we're going to walk them through that process. London, Ontario proudly is a mecca for education. And when you think about the quality education in our city and so many students come from far and wide, we're seeing substantial increases in international students coming to Canada as well. But more on the domestic side, we're seeing Fanshawe, we're seeing Western University and other fine institutions are continuing to grow. And the culmination of all of that work, of those graduates, is taking place over the coming weeks. With uh, We have convocations and we know that it's an exciting time for those post-secondary graduates. The hard work is paid off. They've earned their degree and diploma. But we also know, Chester, for many of these graduates, their education has come at a high cost. 
and many will be graduating with substantially high debt. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I go back a few years and I remember uh, my convocation graduating from King's College at Western. So that was a few years ago, though, Brian. <laughs> um, with respect to the individuals um, now going through school, it, it's changed. It's changed over the years. When I was going to school, the cost of education was not nearly the same cost that it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd be able to get a summer job and and based on our summer job, it was usually it was enough to cover the tuition and books and you know, with maybe a little extra. Yeah, maybe a little extra or maybe just a little short, but a little short, not a lot. Like today, you know, typically what they say, the average individual um, completing their uh, postgraduate or their, you know, um, university or, or college degrees. Drum roll here. Is $27,000. So they're walking out with a debt of $27,000 after completing their education. And that's on average. Looking at master's or Ph.D., the average level of debt can be upwards of $100,000 or more. Absolutely. So, again, if you're going into a longer program, depending on the program as well, because the, the admissions for uh, different programs goes up as well on the program. And the longer you're in the program, if you're doing a professional degree, such as a law degree or an accounting degree, more than likely your debt load is going to be considerably higher. Or, or medicine, as we have great medicine school here mm-hmm. in uh, the city as well. So the focus of our show today will be on that repayment plan and how you can work with our students to get that debt reduced. But at the same time, here they are just trying to get their life started, and they have a lot of uh, stress and emotion attached to this big number that they have to pay off, and quickly. It's it's a large number. Like, again, as we say, $27,000, it can be a heavy burden on anyone. Never mind an individual that's just graduating. They're just going to be entering the workforce. So if they're just starting to enter the workforce, if they're fortunate enough to find a job, for first of all, and, and if they are, they're typically starting at an entry-level position. Entry-level position is going to be a, typically at a lower uh, annual uh, salary. So, so there's already a few things that are creating some issues for the individuals. So let's get to it. Let's begin the advice. And I know it will be plentiful over the next uh, 50 minutes or so with Chester Sapula. What advice do you have for them when it comes to repaying their student debt? And where do they begin? That's a good question. And really, when we're dealing with the student debt, you know, you can't, and we've said this on the shows before, you can't put your head in the sand, okay? You need to be um, uh, proactive in dealing with it and moving forward. So um, when someone has a student debt, Typically, you're going to be entitled to usually a six-month period where it's interest-free, okay? So that hopefully gives enough time for someone to find employment, um, but six months free. Having said that, the provincial government has just added something in. Glad you mentioned it. Where basically they're not allowing a six-month. They're they're charging interest effective immediately upon graduation and completion of schooling. So so that puts another stress. You know, there's discussions that they're saying they're reducing, going to reduce the um, – um, your tuition fees, but by 10%. But again, it's the impact of when you leave school and all of a sudden you have this large debt payment to make. So that makes it difficult. You know, the federal government, because again, you have two bodies. You have the federal portion, you have the Ontario portion. And, and the federal portion is providing a six-month period of interest relief, as I already mentioned. You know, and also, that's a process that you can continue to obtain as long as you keep applying for it. 
so it's it's really important in dealing with this debt that you, in fact, start payment immediately. And just to sort of magnify that for us, we have a wonderful table before us on the repayment of, you were saying the average is 27000 This is just a little bit lower. At $25,000 student debt at 3.5% interest. Give us a couple of examples. Well, if you're wanting to pay that down quickly, and and really that's always my recommendation. My My recommendation to people is be as aggressive as you can at paying down debt. You know, as, as individuals just leaving uh, school, you know, starting to, to to enter the workforce, you know, some of the factors become, you know, what are my other monthly expenses and costs? But going back to the table that we just that you just referred to, if you're looking at a five year approach, and it's similar to a car or similar to a to a, to a to a house and a mortgage payment as well, for those that are listening, you know. If you're looking at paying it down in five years, a $25,000 student debt at 3.5% interest, as you stated, your monthly payment over five years would be just over $470 per month, okay? On that, the estimated interest charge would be about $3,300 for a total of about $28,000, okay? So that's taken an aggressive approach. And the 3.5% interest, I have to say that is a good interest rate, mm-hmm. you know, so so that's important. Now, let's say that sounds like it's too much to pay because you have all your other expenses, your rent, your transportation, your car, and things like that. A 10-year plan, okay, to pay it over 10 years is $265 a month, but you're paying about $6,800 in interest, Brian, okay? And then if you look at 20 years to pay down your debt, that's $165 a month. So that's good maybe, on the month side. Maybe more affordable on a monthly standpoint, but you're paying almost $15,000 of interest. So your $25,000 debt becomes a $40,000 debt, and that impacts a lot of other things as well. You have some wonderful suggestions on what we can do initially to impact that loan. Well, really, if you're still living at home, okay. Now, if you're living at home and went to university at home, there's a good chance you're not going to have those type of loans amounts, okay? Um, because, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you weren't paying your rent, you weren't paying food, things like that. Um, but now, we do, as wonderful as the institutions are here in London, we do have a lot of students from London who went to school in Toronto, for example. Oh, all over, exactly. Uh, I, I went away as well at the, t- at the time, right? So um, some, of the, some of the ideas in, in trying to get back on track and, and being able to make those payments so that you can be aggressive and pay it down quickly, um, because really, you know, I think the average is about over nine, just under 10 years is what they say is how long it takes for people to pay down this right. debt. So one of them, Move back home with mom and dad, okay? Hopefully you don't have to pay rent, or if you do, it's it's subsidized, okay? Um, cut out your discretionary spending, you know, things like clothing, dining out, gym memberships, you know? Uh, now that we're entering into the warmer uh, weather, it's easier. Spring Bank Park. To, absolutely. It's easier to do things outside, no question. It's a lot more opportunity to do things outside. Um, use cash to pay for everything because it helps you track your funding. Um, avoid taking on additional debt, you know, credit card debt, line of credit debt, you know, you want to avoid that because you start increasing that, you know, you're just increasing your payments for everything. So if you're going to look at purchasing something, make sure you can afford it. And again, also increase your monthly income if you can. Find a part-time job. If you're just starting out, really, a lot of times people don't know what they want to do, Brian. So mm-hmm. if you start doing different things, you might find an act for something that you really enjoy and thought you were, you know, you went to school I forget what the stat is, Brian, but those that actually graduate with a degree, how many actually don't work in that field is staggering. Um, But 
you, maybe you're going to find something else. So take on an extra job. Um, look to basically increase your income. And that extra income, put it directly on your student loan. And I've heard also, and I've heard on this very radio station where a number of uh, smaller businesses that are hiring part-time are saying, I can't find people. Yes. I'm hearing that as well. And, and, and like I said, I work up in Exeter and Clinton, and when I'm driving up there, I see signs actually um, right on billboards looking for, looking for people. So there are jobs out there. You just have to be willing to move and go somewhere else. We're talking about student debt on 980 CFPL's experts, certainly a timely topic with college and university graduations taking place over the coming weeks. And when we come back, Chester will have more advice on managing your student debt. You'll find out more online at debtsolutions.bdo.ca. Chester Sapula is our Senior Vice President and Licensed Insolvency Trustee with BDO First Call Debt Solutions. With BDO First Debt Solutions, we're uh, on the radio today talking with Chester Sapula, and we're talking about student debt. Hundreds of thousands of post-secondary graduates will be receiving their degrees and diplomas, uh, many in the Toronto area, many, of course, many more here in the London area with Western University and Fanshawe College. And their schooling has come to an end. And as we've discussed, many of these graduates borrowed upwards of, on average, $27,000 plus to fund their education. And this is quite a substantial amount of debt to manage. So, Chester, how important is it for them to manage it well? There is such a large impact on it uh, to, to manage it well. It's, it's so important, Brian. As we discussed before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, student debt and uh, the impact. Um, but there is a large impact. And one of the issues is it's really probably the first large debt, first debt, first large debt that individual students are going to be having walking out of school with that debt load of an average $27,000, excuse me, $27,000. And they have to take an active approach in, in dealing with it because if they do not and they start missing payments, it's truly going to affect their credit rating and it's going to affect their credit scores. Okay, and, and optimistically, that impacts their ability to buy homes, buy cars. Oh, a- absolutely. Because what happens is, you know, based on an individual's credit rating, and and quite often students coming out, if they don't already have a credit card, they may not even have a credit uh, rating started yet. So once the uh, student loans kicks in, and basically they have a payment requirement, the government's going to start reporting whether whether it's uh, positively or negatively. So if you're missing those, those payments and you're not making them right away, you can expect to have negative impact on your credit rating and your credit score. So if you're out there and you're looking to basically, um, you know, purchase a, um, well... We even see, even apartment rental, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, if you're looking at purchasing a home, okay, or purchasing a car, it, it's going to be a large impact. And um, the apartment rental as well. So... When people, when you go and apply for a, um, you know, first of all, you got to find a job, right? So you find the job, you know, the employer may look and do a credit re- uh, a report on you mm-hmm. and see what happens. And that could be an impact on your uh, employment as well. Because let's say there's two or three individuals that are, you know, gone through second interview, third interview stage, and they're now looking to um, possibly uh, get that position. They do a credit uh, credit rating, credit uh, bureau on them, and the score is lower on one than the other. They're going to look at that, uh, and you don't know the impact, but there probably is an impact. You find that new job, you need a car. You're going to borrow, borrow funds for a car. They're going to look at your credit score. So if you're not making those payments to the student loans and you're not, taking in, uh, you're not being responsible enough in dealing with your debt and you have a negative impact on your score, 
it could impact you on all these other items as well. So not only are you offering some wonderful advice here on the radio, but you would be more than happy to speak to parents and their students on how to get this repayment plan in person. Well, absolutely. That That's sort of what we do is um, part of the financial literacy aspect is that uh, if, if people want to talk to somebody, we always recommend seek the advice of a trusted advisor, someone like myself or a licensed insolvency trustee. And um, we can basically sit down with them, talk to them and, and work out a budget because, again, we come back to the budgeting, Brian. We always talk about the budgeting. You need to basically pre- prepare a budget and say, OK, here's my income now that I'm starting to work. These are my monthly expenses, such as my rent, such as my food, such as a car payment, if that's the case. But I also have my debts, my debts, whether it's a student loan, whether it's a line of credit, whether it's a credit card. So I have to have enough for that as well. And once you've done that, then that's going to dictate whether or not you can afford to pay more towards that student loan to, t- to in fact, pay it down sooner, as we were talking about earlier. I want to refer back to the list here, and, and uh, impacting that credit score is the strategies that you bring to pay off that student loan faster. And a lot of the debt that they may have incurred in part by maybe living away from home and being in college or university you know, are the app purchases and other things that may not be top of mind. When you say app, you're referring yeah, to... Yeah, buying, buying apps. Uh, some of the students are actually online gambling now. Oh, and oh those, those are concerns. Ab- absolutely. And, um, you know, with the world is a different place, as, as we continue to say, you know, and with respect to the smartphones and the apps that are on there and, and people and individuals and where they spend their time now and, uh, you know, what they're doing. But the gambling is, is a large one when, it, when dealing with uh, online and, um, you know, even if you start small, you think it's only a few dollars here and there, it, it can be addictive, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like, like many things, uh, become addictive. And uh, those you have to be aware of. And, um, you know, one, be aware, two, recognize, right? And then basically say, okay, can I manage this? Can I afford this? And uh, what do I do to basically move forward? Yeah, my point being as well that uh, they may be paying for things that are giving them very little in return, and uh, they should take care of that too as part of the repayment plan overall. Oh well, yes, if if you can cut back on some of your expenses and you take an assessment uh, when we when we did the uh, spring cleanup show mm-hmm. when you when you take an assessment of your um, where you're spending money and you're reviewing that and you're saying, "Geez, I'm not using that gym membership. I'm not using that subscription. I'm not using that app. I'm paying for." And if you can cut those out, that's going to give you a, a, a few extra dollars to you know pay down debt or Maybe even buy that new pair of shoes. There's a good chance that we are talking, you and I today, Chester, to people directly who are struggling to pay back their student debt. And there are solutions available, and we'll discuss that coming up next following our update. BDO, First Call Debt Solutions, presenting this edition of The Experts. You're hearing the voice of Chester Sapula. He's the Senior Vice President and Licensed Insolvency Trustee. We're focused on student debt on 980 CFPL's Experts today. Our show today is presented by BDO First Call Debt Solutions, and Chester Sapula is our special guest, Senior Vice President, Licensed Insolvency Trustee. We're talking about student debt, and I know our show is resonating with many, many listeners. The parents and students who have attended our wonderful education institutions, post-secondary especially, and we've got some great advice about the importance of managing student debt today. But the reality is that these graduates are starting out in life already in the red and deep in the red when you consider the level of student debt you young people are graduating with today. 
We've talked about, on average, 27000 It can be twenty five. It can be as much with PhDs as $100,000. And, and that, in and of itself, can get very overwhelming. So, Chester, let's talk about the solutions that are available to those who are really feeling overwhelmed by this debt. Well, Brian, starting out in life is, um, you know, a daunting experience in its own right. And to start that with debt makes it even that, that much more difficult. And individuals that are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you know, the important message here is they need to know that there are solutions, okay? There's options out there for them, you know, and, and we're here to help. And it's it's important for an individual that if they're feeling stressed, go talk to someone, find out what the real information is, okay? It's, it's one thing to speak to people you know or people that may have gone through a process or think they know and are going to pro- provide their advice. But again, usually that advice... Um, is is lacking some of the uh, expertise and, and some of the more important information. And that comes back to why we have the words first call, debt solutions in the name of BDO, first call debt solutions. Make the call, talk to someone because the stress builds up and you're just better talking it out. That's right. That's right. So um, so, so really, I think if you're uh, finding it difficult to pay back your loan, so we're not just talking to people here today, Brian, of those that are just graduating. You know, we're talking about individuals that uh, have graduated 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And still dealing with it. And still dealing with the stu- And seeing the mounting amount, as we discussed earlier with that graph. Yes, with the interest rates and the uh, cumulative interest, it, it, it's concerning. You know, and um, again, those that are... Uh, going through school and maybe you're just not finding a position that you are hoping for and you're working for minimum wage. It's going to make it that much more difficult for them. So so it's important to take advantage of uh, some of the uh, avenues that are out there. You know, and one of them we sort of alluded to earlier was the uh, the RAP program, the Repayment Assistance Plan. How does that work? Okay. That basically is uh, a process that if you can qualify for it, and qualification is sometimes is based on one of the major aspects for qualification is their income. Okay. So depending on what your income is, if you're able to qualify for the uh, uh, Repayment Assistance Plan, that means you're not going to be charged interest. Okay. Um, so it becomes a fixed amount that's there, and then you just start eroding it. That's correct. So, so every dollar you pay is reducing the actual principal amount. Okay. But that repayment uh, plan is, is a six-month term, and you have to continue to apply for that um, assistance program. Okay. And, um, you know, so you can keep applying for that program, provided your income is low. As your income goes up, you may no longer qualify for that. But as your income is low, and really when you're just starting out, Brian, um, if your income is low, and we talked about starting a position and you know you're going to be on the low pay scale, but if your expenses are low, you still try and pay as much as you can. You may not think you can afford to pay a lot, but at the end of the day, um, you know, if you've paid down more of that principal when you're able to and when you have the benefits of this plan, it's going to make a big difference for you. And, you know, there's articles out there that you can read and I've read where it says that I wish I didn't incur that debt. And, and I've also heard stories, even when I went back to school, people were getting student loans, but they were getting and they were buying cars and doing things like that. So, you know, uh, you know, that's a different approach and just something to be aware of. Like, so the 35 for example, then the three and a half goes away. And if one qualifies as you go through it and revisit it as you qualify, up to 15 years of interest relief is offered under the wrap. That's my understanding is up to 15 years. And and again, that's provided your income is low. I'll just uh, state that once again. But just a quick example, if you can be aggressive 
And let's say that you paid $500 a month. I know we referred to the chart earlier, but let's say you can pay $500 a month. In the first year, you can pay that down $6,000, okay? So that's quite an impact. And it's, you know, sometimes people need to see the numbers to truly appreciate them. And, uh, and, and really, so the more aggressive you are, um, and it, at the beginning, like we said, if you're in the RAP program, the assistance program, and you're paying more off, that means the principal is dropping quicker so that when interest does start up, um, you know, it's going to be interest on a lesser amount. Do you have a personal account or did you, through the wonderful links that we have on the stories out there, have a, a story to share that uh, where a student actually did impact it in a significant way? Oh, we've uh, I have a number of stories. And, and again, I have it based on different age groups as well. But, um, you know, one just recently uh, had come in to see me. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit later about um, bankruptcy and proposal, and there's a seven-year rule. But um, an individual, in fact, came in, and their debt load was still over $30,000 just for student loans, okay? They were working, but they weren't making as much as they wanted to. They had a family. They started with a, a young family, and they really were not able to make ends meet. They okay. needed to meet an expert. Well, that's right. That's that's a very good point. Um, they needed to talk to someone to walk them through the process and explain to them what the options were. And, and in this situation, the the individual, they had some income, but not enough to pay down the full debt. So they entered into an arrangement where they compromised their debt and offered a proposal to creditors. So really, when they left and the proposal was accepted, you know, you can see the weight lifted off their shoulders. They knew that they had a plan in place that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't a never, never, never plan where you just keep paying. They knew that at the end of five years, if they complied, you know, made all their necessary payments, that they would be starting fresh. Let's give this individual full credit for making the call. Well, absolutely. It's it's making that first call, Brian. We we know it's it's a very difficult call to make. Um, but we're not there to judge anybody. We're there to basically speak to them and, and provide them with the information, as we said earlier. So if, if you're able to make that call and talk to someone, you know, we're going to give you the, the right news and the right information that you need to take to make an informed decision. If paying off that student debt has become overwhelming, there is another option to pay back your loan. You can apply for debt consolidation loans, and we'll talk about that coming up uh, next. And uh, bankruptcy and the other options that um, are available and may be fully explored. Chester Sapula is our Senior Vice President, Licensed Insolvency Trustee. Find them out online at debtsolutions.bdo.ca. Presented by BDO First Call Debt Solutions, Chester Sapula is our Senior Vice President, Licensed Insolvency Trustee. You can follow them on Facebook. You'll see them all over. They're very, very aggressive with all kinds of wonderful uh, information by means of uh, the social media platforms that are out there. When we left uh, the show, we were talking a little bit about the RAP or the Repayment Assistance Plan. And we also, Chester, want to include revision of terms and the debt consolidation loan. Can you explain what that is? I, I can. Before I do that, just before we were speaking and we were talking about the wrap, um, we meet with individuals uh, quite regularly, and uh, we do a financial wellness workshop, uh, Brian, and uh, we offer that to employees of companies and uh, go through a lot of items, uh, you know, financial literacy, mm-hmm. basic items. And uh, the one thing I, I, I talk to people about, and, and one of the examples is, again, we talked about student loans and being aggressive and paying it down. It's not just student loans. You know, it's really any debt. So addressing anybody out there, the more aggressive one can get in paying down debt, 
Um, the faster you'll pay it down, the less interest you're going to pay. And it's quite impactful. When we do this, this, this program and this workshop and we show the numbers, it's, it's quite staggering. Kudos on you to offer it. Yeah. So uh, just going back now. So revisions of terms, that's based on uh, you dealing with uh, student loans directly to see if they can basically make arrangements and make some changes to the plan and extend the time frame for payment from 10 years to beyond. So, so that's one scenario and, and that's available. Another one is debt consolidation loan. And, you know, based on some of the changes the federal government made, because the federal government was um, the interest rate is prime plus two and a half percent. I believe they're reducing the two and a half percent this upcoming year. So that brings the interest rate down to somewhere probably around 3.5. So debt consolidation loan is if you have more than just a student loan debt and you have additional debt, you want to consolidate those debts. You want to basically go to a bank or institution, put everything together so you have one single payment. But you need to be aware of the interest rates because if you're going into a higher interest rate, that might not be beneficial. And you won't be aware unless you make that first call. We've been discussing the various debt solutions available for, and it may be you, it may be you, maybe you are, and your family is struggling right now with student debt loan. Well, what do our listeners need to know, Chester, about student loan debt and consumer proposals and bankruptcy. Explain what that means, what it entails, how it impacts us. So as a licensed insolvency trustee, we're able to file bankruptcies and proposals for individuals, which allows them an opportunity for a fresh start. And that's really a main focus of what we do. If you've been out of school seven years, okay, and you're struggling financially. So if you've been out of school seven years in a proposal, you're able to file a proposal that debt will be dischargeable. So that means at the end of your term of your proposal, the student loan is included and it would be wiped out as well, okay? So what that means is on the flip side is that if you've not been out of school seven years, you know, so let's say you finish school and you're looking at filing a proposal, um, that debt would still exist. So if you have other debt, your other debt would be dealt with, but not necessarily your student loan debt. And and there, it, yeah, go ahead. There, there would be some protection, okay, and some timing there. And we typically would go through all that with an individual. But that's really the impact is that if you've been out of school seven years, it is dischargeable, which means it is wiped out. And this is where your expertise comes in as a licensed insolvency trustee. You're the one that can be the one at the negotiating table on it. Well, that's correct. The information is provided to all the creditors, and that's part of our role is dealing with them and uh, working a uh, settlement arrangement uh, between the individual that comes in to see us and their creditors. Hmm. So that's a consumer proposal. And then how does that differ to filing for bankruptcy? Well, bankruptcy itself is the uh, the rulings with regards to the government are similar. In this, are, are, are similar. So again, if you've been out of school less than seven years, the, under a bankruptcy, that debt is not wiped out, okay? Um, but if you've been out of school greater than seven years, so that means, like, Brian, even if you've gone back to school for another program after the main program, that can be considered as you being back to school. And so we typically, when we meet with someone, we give them the uh, toll-free number to call student loans and ask for their end of study date to verify exactly what they have on record because you have to be so... You want to make sure that it, the seven years has expired because if it hasn't, the debt's not dischargeable. Mm. Okay, so so really moving forward and dealing with a bankruptcy and a proposal, the difference being bankruptcy, you're eliminating your debt. You're not making an arrangement for any payment other than certain requirements that are, are, are required under the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act. And a proposal is more so a compromise arrangement where you're making an arrangement of a payment that you can afford over a five, typically 
anywhere from zero to five years, but the majority are a five-year term. And again, worth mentioning again, this applies only after you've stopped being a student for at least or a minimum of seven years. That's right. That's right. And if you've been out of school five years after you go through a process, then there's other there, there's other means that you can uh, use to deal with that. And once again, those are things that we would review with someone if they were in that particular situation. So while we're keying in on student debt, it's right broad-stroked, isn't it? Filing for bankruptcy is usually considered at a, as a last resort. Absolutely, and that's what we tell them. Uh, bankruptcy should, in fact, be a last resort. You know, again, having said that, the reality is that could be the only alternative for someone. So they need to know that, you know, if that's the only alternative, then then that's basically going to get them. It's going to get them in and out of a, out of a process the quickest, and sometimes people want that, and, and they're basically prepared for the ramifications, and we walk them through everything that they can expect affecting their credit rating because going mm-hmm. back to what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about credit scores and credit rating, it's so important to have a good credit score and credit rating because loans down the road, your interest rates are important, okay, and just basically anything that you deal with, anyone's looking to give you credit they're going to be checking your credit report. So it's important that you stay on top of things. It's a cruel world sometimes. You know, that landlord will be checking the credit score and uh, you may not have housing out of college or university. The landlord wants to be comfortable that the individual that uh, he's renting his place to is going to pay him. Mm-hmm. Do you have a little bit of advice, just stepping out of this just for a moment, front-end loading being a student and some things that they might want to do before inheriting that debt? I, I, <laughs> and even as a dad. You know, I, I think when you look at your situation, I go back to the budgeting side of it. If, if you're budgeting your money and you know what you need to get through, if someone has funds in their bank account, they're going to spend those funds. If you're going to get student loans and you don't necessarily need those those funds, Brian, you know, my recommendation would be you take part of those funds, you put it into a GIC, you put it into a tax-free savings account. You put it somewhere so that it's there if you don't need it. It's one of those ones, if it's in my bank account, that money is going to be used for something, okay? Um, you go back to Dave Chilton's Wealthy Barber book, right, and 10%. Put 10% aside of anything you make uh, if that's a lesson I can give to someone just starting out finding their first job. I think it's an important lesson because while you are dealing with the reality and you have these wonderful offerings of solutions through BDO, at the same time, we're encouraging students and their families to take responsibility and start the process sooner. That's right. Start it sooner. Be prepared. Do your budget. Know what's required. And then put the money aside that you can so that if you do need it down the road, it's there. And if not, when you do need to pay down your debt, the money could be there. Give out your local number because something very important to mention here is that while BDO is national, you are right here in London for us. We are. And uh, my local number here is 519-660-6540. So that's 660-6540. Someone will answer the phone. Someone will try to put your uh, mind at ease. And, um, you know, if you want to meet with someone, you're going to meet with myself or Julie, typically in my office, uh, both licensed insolvency trustees, and we'll go through the full process and make sure that you're comfortable before you leave and in what you decide to do. We don't want to take anything away of the fact that this is an exciting time in London, Ontario, especially the mecca of our wonderful education facilities, post-secondary institutions with hundreds and thousands of uh, students who are about to get their degree and their diploma. They have worked so hard for 
for it, but many are graduating with record levels of student debt, and that's why we're focused on this with our friends at BDO First Call Debt Solutions. Again, you can contact Chester locally at 519-660-6540, and also find them out online at debtsolutions.bdo.ca. With our licensed insolvency trustee, Chester Sapula, Senior Vice President, BDO First Call Debt Solutions right here in London. We'll give out Chester's direct-to-desk number for you in just a couple of minutes here. We're talking about student debt. We have covered a lot. And the best part of the show is that we've offered solutions. The next step for you is to give them a call uh, directly. Some final thoughts. Well, I think um, just want to go back to you, you referred to the table. Again, the listeners can't uh, see the table, but to go over it. You know, if someone has a $25,000 student debt at 3.5% interest, you know, five-year loan, uh, to pay it down in five years is going to cost them 400 just over $470 a month. Mm-hmm. They're going to have estimated interest of 3300 10 years, it drops the amount to $265. 20 years, you Monthly know- Monthly payment's good, but- Yes, it, it impacts you. And, and really, it impacts you because it's going to slow down the process for you down the road in possibly purchasing a home- starting a family because you have this large debt, you know, and those that are starting out, you also have to keep in mind that if you're paying down your student loan debt, as your income goes up, increase your payment on your student loan debt as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause typically you're starting out, you're going to expect your salary is going to increase. So keep that in mind. Don't keep the same payment because that's what you're doing. So that's really important for them as well. Brian. And they're moving from students and they're moving into parenting. They, we hope they will be moving into owning their own home, owning their own car or uh, renting and building on that uh, credit score. So why not step into parenting now and stepping into being an adult by watching what you're paying and using the strategies that you shared with us, including cutting some of that discretionary spending and using cash to pay for everything and trying to reduce the volume of work on the plastic? It's important because, again, we recognize that people are already delaying starting their families and buying their houses and things like that. So the more aggressive you can get in dealing with this, the sooner you can start and and get moving on with your life. You mentioned that you see many students too three, four, five, six years upon graduation. But of course, you at BDO share in the congratulations to the many students who are listening to the show right now. Well, absolutely, Brian. You know, for those that have just graduated or will graduate in the next coming weeks, you know, I want to say congratulations on this milestone to them. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough haul, you know, uh, going through three, four, five years of school. And, um, you know, it's fun, but at the same time, the work is difficult. For and many of them, eight o'clock is like, it's way too early. Exactly. Isn't that true? You know, so, but it's an exciting time for them, you know, and the other thing is we know that debt stress is real, right? So, so if they know that there are solutions out there and if they know that there's people out there that are dealing with this like ourselves, you know, then it's important to make that call, talk to somebody and basically just, you know, let them hear your story, okay, or let us hear your story. And, um, you know, we'll be able to give you some good professional advice. Too many keep it under their lid. They do, and they're suffering, and they think they can manage it. But, again, it comes back to getting good information and getting information. And, again, they've just been in school, Brian. They've been an overload of information. So keep that um, mindset and continue to seek information with anything they do. You know, their financial is what I deal with, and it's important. So, but anything they do. Um, so, if they can do that, that's great. And, um, you know, choose the right solution that's available for them. 
Uh, you've already mentioned our website uh, and our phone number, you know, but debtsolutions.bdo.ca, the free initial consultation, uh, no obligation. Uh, it's confidential. And, um, you know, it's a big part of it. At BDO, we want them to leave debt behind. One of the most rewarding aspects of your job every day here in London at the office of BDO is that when you see that large number start to get depleted and then it's at zero. And, oh. it, and it's you're here to tell us it's possible. Uh, absolutely. You know, and again, outside of London, we're in St. Thomas, Strathroy, Exeter and Clinton is the offices that I um, cover. But really, when you see and you sign, sign up for, let's say, a proposal to creditors, and there's a compromise payment, and that payment gets paid down, paid down, paid down. At the end of it, it's just great relief. They've accomplished something. They've satisfied their debt. And then it's a matter of saying, okay, I've done that. Let's move forward. Let's, let's, let's start to build. And let's start to build for retirement and start looking down the future. What are their future needs? If there's a silver lining on debt, going through the process with a professional such as you, a licensed insolvency trustee, they will learn so much about the accounting of this and their accountability to getting the problem solved. And do you not believe they'll be a better citizen for it? Well, really, when you start looking at it, it's a matter of paying down your debt and uh, individuals uh, feel a little bit of um, self-satisfaction, you know, that they've accomplished something like that. And and, and absolutely, I think uh, from a citizen standpoint, it does make an individual uh, more aware and does some, some navel-gazing and you realize that, hey, you know, I'm an important part of this whole community and what I do and the things I accomplish are an important part and are going to benefit someone else. And if I can make my own home comfortable, then that means I'm going to continue to build the economy by buying, you know, cars and furniture and everything else. It's just a giant circle, Brian. Nice way to end out on a, on a high note with uh, congratulations to all of the students who will be graduating over the uh, coming weeks. Make that first call to BDO First Call Debt Solutions. Here's Chester's direct-to-desk number in London, 519-660-6540. Always a pleasure. We'll look forward to having you back soon. Thanks, Brian. Look forward to it. And a reminder, the Blue Jays baseball with the Chicago White Sox. They're coming off a win. They beat them yesterday, 4-3. to three. That's coming up with the pregame at 2.30 and the game just after 3 here on 980 CFPL. Have a great weekend.